Craig, how are you, sir? Welcome. Hey, Rob. What's happening? Happy uh, Happy Tuesday. Yeah. So welcome to the show again. Craig Pickin, the president of North Star Executive Search. Uh, we're going to talk today about three ways to ace that performance review. You know, Craig's got some specific thoughts on that. So I'll throw it out to you, Craig. What are your thoughts on it? Well, I think that number one, you know, the big thing is understood. Know what you did. I mean, who who goes into a meeting unprepared, right? And so you know, you think about the uh, you think about the three performance, three things. One, what did you achieve? What did you achieve over the the last year or from the time frame that your last from your last performance review? So, if you're in sales, how much money did you make? If you're in operations, how much money did you save? If you're in customer service. You know, did your customer satisfaction scores go up? Did you create, you know, things like that? What do you understand exactly what you achieved? Right. What, what's then, the, um, what's the TV show that they go, the Shark Tank? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shark Mark Tank. Cuban. What's the first thing that's, what's the first thing all the sharks will say? Know your numbers. Yeah. Good. If, but if it's not a, but if it's not a numbers generated, if your job is not a numbers generating thing, Projects you delivered on time, right? Yeah. Projects you delivered in advance of on yeah. time, things yeah. like that. You have to understand what you did, what you knew. Along those same lines, let's call this number two, maybe. So number one is know your numbers. Number two, I think you've got to mutually agree upon the benchmarks and the metrics, the numbers, if you will, whether it's qualitative or, or quantitative, as you yep. say. So that you set yourself up for success in the next review period. Mm. Um, in other words, just sit down with your boss, sit down with your supervisor, and just come up with mutually agreed upon yep. metrics, whether it's sales, like you said, customer service, which in the insurance business is retention, whether it's operational efficiency on the factory floor in the manufacturing business. But I always tell people, when you sit down there for your performance review, mutually agree upon the metrics going forward independently. Yeah. yeah, a lot of companies will have a comp plan for their producers. They just put it out there. You know, at the beginning of the year, here's the compensation plan. You know, understand your compensation, benchmark your, you know, your achievements against the comp plan or against yeah. the customer service plan or against the, the whatever plan. And look, at the end of the day, what does a CEO of a company want to, what does the CEO of a company want to know? Or what does your boss want to know? Did you make me money or did you save me money or in some way add value to the operation? Yeah, exactly. You go into your performance review and shrug your shoulders and go, oh, I don't know. Yeah. There's your answer, right? That's that that person doesn't either. So yeah. you know, be your own advocate. I remember uh so a third one. What can I do between now and the next review to hit a home run and make you look good and make you look great? The reason why I say that is because, um, as you know, probably about 10 years ago, I was doing a lot of executive searches on Wall Street for private equity firms. And we know the firm I'm talking about without mentioning names. <laughs> he was a wild card. <laughs> so I remember I placed a C-level guy at a helicopter company, okay? And I remember the guy got the job I remember talking with this guy and I said, man, how did you do it? And he goes, it was easy. I said, what happened? And the guy says, I just asked the question. 
what could I do in the first six months to really make you and the company look great on Wall Street? What's the one thing? You go, don't give me a list. Just tell me one thing, one thing. I can do. What's the one thing? Mm-hmm. And he said, they told him almost without thinking what the one, what that one thing was within six months. And the guy said, on his own, he said, well, can we put that in writing? And they said, sure, we'll put it in writing. He says, well, I'd like an incentive bonus attached to that. What's just, he says, I'm not saying I can do it. It's a long shot in six months, but I'm just saying mm-hmm. if I can actually do that, right. I want an X amount of bonus on top of the regular bonus plan. And they said, yeah, sure. Got it written into his employment agreement. And you know what? He actually pulled it off. He did. He got his bonus. But yeah, you know, the, the one thing, so yeah, the three thing, you're talking about three things. Know your numbers, know what you achieved. The third thing, I think that's the major one. Yeah. You know, know what you achieved, understand how you achieved it against a benchmark. Yeah. But the third thing is, you know, understand how well you play with your other teammates. Because look, you know, it's capitalism is a vicious place. You know, the work, workforce can be vicious. If you're helping your teammates out and helping them succeed, you know, document it. The thing that I, most people don't do is they don't document, you know, well, what's the matter with writing yourself a little note? Yeah, right. right. Every week. And you documented, you know, hey, I helped out Sally in purchasing, you know, get something done. Or, you know, went on the road with a peer salesperson and helped them close a deal. It's a little bit, yeah, everybody talks about 360 reviews now. You know, look, I, I, you know, am I the best team player? Absolutely not. <laughs> you talk to a million people, there's 999,000 of them are better team players than I am. You and me but are not team of, players. But at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, you go and you, you, you go help, you go help your teammates out. You don't, you know, it's, uh, you, I'm a lone wolf. I know you are too. Can you imagine for a second, you and me operating as managers in a, in a large defense contractor? We, we wouldn't last the year. I mean, seriously. You know? I'd go mental inside of Northrop Grumman or Boeing or Lockheed Martin or something like a big, big defense contractor where things move at a, you know, look, right, they move at a snail's pace. Rightfully so. They move at a snail's pace for a reason. And that's because there's a lot of controls, you know, a lot around security, around safety, around technology transfer. Of course. Yeah. You know, look, they got to get their arms around the business, but that doesn't fit my personality. Yeah. First, you know, first thing you got to tell people is go find a place, a workplace that fits your personality. We would not be the right people to be in charge of building a nuclear plant, you know. Maybe. Well, why not? Here's another one. All right. All right. Extreme ownership. I think another way to ace your annual review or semi-annual review is to go in there and uh, acknowledge that you made some mistakes. Yep. And I, I think this is the best one, actually. I, I've had I've seen this in the military a lot. So let's say that Craig Pickin is in charge of a team of 15 sales guys. And you're in there talking to the CFO or the CEO, and he's asking you about sales. And he talks about maybe the mid-Atlantic uh, region. Sales are down. Sales are flat. What's going on? We lost a couple of big customers. For you to sit there and say, yeah, I've got a bad sales guy. I'm going to have, I'm going to, have, have to get rid of him is, is the option that most people probably choose. But 
I'm here to tell you that if you are there and you answer that question, something like, it's on me. I need to do a better job training these guys. I knew I need to do a better job communicating the compensation plan. Yep. I, need, I, I need to do a better job of maybe getting them some resources. Maybe not take all the blame, but at least take some of the blame. That's extreme ownership. I think that goes a long way with people because what that tells your superior is that you're a leader because that's what leaders do. All failures. If I'm a VP of sales, all, fa all sales failures are on me. Exactly. That's the attitude. And, and here's why. I may have made a bad hire and then just hung them out to dry. That's on me. Yeah. I may have made a bad hire and I could have gone in the field and worked with them and worked to improve them, but I didn't. That's on me. Now, you know, so you go, hey, look, ultimately that's on me. You know, if you, if the way to put it is, hey, I made a bad hire. It's me a culpa. I thought this person would be really good. They were disappointing. I went out and worked with them the best the best we could to try to get them up to speed. It didn't work, you know. Yeah. Nobody bats a thousand. Nobody bats a thousand, but I'll take my hit, you know. But in the meantime, we still be, we still be plan on the company, or we still match plan, yeah. whatever. Yeah, I now, agree. With you. All right. So let's say do we got the. Let's agree on the three then, okay? The three ways, okay? Number one, okay. know thy numbers. Know the numbers. Number two, document your achievements. Yep. Number three, extremely own what you've done. And be a great team player. And be, yeah, and be a great team player. Yep. I mean, I think if you can do those three things, yep. you'll ace it, man. No question about it. And, and the ultimate thing is I'm going to add a, oh, you know, sort of a, Asterisk to a fourth. Okay. Understand the minute you go into that review where you added value to the business. Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Like Before that. you go in for your review, you're cocked and loaded, ready, ready for ready to go shoot there. Right. That's the main thing is you got to prepare for a for a performance review. How many people, I used to do this myself a long time ago when I was working in the accounting field. You go into a performance review empty-handed. Man, you got to go in there, like you said, cocked yeah. and loaded, man. You know? Yeah, well, here's the benefit of knowing your numbers. And we'll wrap up. I know, you You know, we'll wrap up here. I, you know, I went into a performance review once. Guy wanted to be on my boss flew into town. And he wanted to go. We went and had like a late lunch in Huntington Beach, California at this place on Main Street, just out outside. All of a sudden he says, I want to have a performance review. <laughs> and he pulls out his little paper. And I'm a little taken off guard. Yeah, like, of course. All right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was low. I knew my numbers. I know yeah. my numbers every day. And he's like, hey, you haven't sold, you know, you didn't sell 21 units. No, I haven't sold 21 units, but I sold 15 of the highest price units. There you go. You know, it was like a mix. You had to sell, you had to sell so many low price ones. I said, so as far as revenue goes, I'm way up on everybody else. You know, Take things that. like that. Just understand where you're at. So, you know, when you're taken off guard, you, know, you just go in cocked and loaded. Understand where you are every minute of every day. It's good situational awareness, personal situational awareness. Is that the time... I think you told me a story before. Is that the time that you took the check, folded it up, and put it in his pocket? No. Swapped him on the back on the way out? No. No, that was that was a different one. <laughs> that was a great story, man. <laughs>
anyways hey craig it's always great wrapping with you brother uh these are the three things man know your numbers document your successes and what's the third one be a great team player understand how you've understand how you've helped your teammates and then ultimately the the, the big one that encircles it all is understand where you know every minute of every day where you brought value to the organization Hey, Craig, how do people find out more about you? I get calls and emails all the time. Like, how do I how do I get a hold of this just, Craig Thicken guy? So, just, it's, email is Craig at North Star ESG. Website is North Star ESG. Or phone is 910-509-7129. Uh, Are you on LinkedIn too? Or what? I'm on LinkedIn. I'm all over the place. I'm on LinkedIn. You can find me on Facebook, but I don't look at Facebook very much. You're everywhere, man. I I'm everywhere. Got my podcast, time. the Aerospace Executive Podcast. Right. And you specialize in aerospace and aviation. Aviation and aerospace. Okay. Okay. Excellent, man. And everybody knows how to get a hold of me, Rob at MRFairfax.com. I look forward to talking with you again soon, Craig. Thank you very much, brother. All right, man. Thanks, Rob. I hope you enjoyed the latest edition of the Aerospace Executive Podcast. You can reach out to me directly, Craig at NorthStarESG.com, or check us out at www.NorthStarESG.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, or on YouTube. Just do a search for Aerospace Executive Podcast. Thanks again. I'm Craig Pippen.